It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You did it. You're here. You're listening to the Cultural Content Consumption Appraisal Hour. But we've got a special episode today because guess what? She's here too. Who's she? The cat's mother. No, this is Bex. A very, <laughs> very special guest today. Bex, we are so happy to have you on our podcast after Christopher was on your podcast. There's a lot of crossover, cross-promotional podcast chat today. But firstly, can we just say... Um, for someone who is amazing and out there and doing bits, we are honoured to have you on. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. She put a podcast voice on just like that. Did you see that, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just a nice, clear voice into a microphone. How are you today, Christopher? You're also here, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Do you want... <laughs> Based on what you just Ooh. said, I feel like I'm doing the rounds. Like I've got a movie out. I'm doing my promotions. You're doing promotion around. <laughs> yeah. And after listening, if you had to, go on. If you had to go on another pod, what what else? What else is on the list? Oh, you know, I've got to go do the off menu pod with uh, yeah, James yeah. Acaster and Ed Gamble. Yeah. Films um, to be buried with. Films to be buried with. Yeah. Um, pod save the UK. I can get all my political views out with Nish Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like this because we're already chatting uh, pods and favourites. And um, Bex, we're honoured to have you because you have actually listened to it. You know what's going on. You intervened. You had a um, a sort of a Royal Rumble like shock appearance at the end of the last episode of the pitch. <laughs> and we jumped all over that shit. We got scores there, Christopher. Do you have your scores? I've got my scores. In our rambling prep, we didn't we didn't make sure about that. Fantastic. We have scores locked in. Please. I've just had a brilliant idea. Yes. That we I saw the light bulb for. go off over your head. Um, if we've got a new listener, Jeff, mm. how are they going to know what the pod's all about? And well, the thing have is, we got someone here who have... could possibly explain it to them in 30 seconds? Because <laughs> this person was telling me how easy mm. it was to do that while listening to the pod in the car. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, I was thinking as I was getting ready for today, I was thinking, oh, you know, what would be funny when we have guest hosts, they should do the 30 second game. And then I thought, well, that's quite an imposition. I would never Guys. do that to someone. But then the sibling did it. And that's just their business. And I'm just here <laughs> overseeing some sibling stuff. So, yeah, if I just get a cheeky little clock going, I'm sure that someone who's listened to the podcast before could just tell the people what, what we're in store for today and what the podcast is about. And if, Bex, you're ready while you hold so, your wait, coffee so there, there and look so comfortable. This. She's got to explain mm. what the normal pod's about and also explain what we're doing today. No, <laughs> Bravo, that's too much in 30 seconds. Come on, guys. You said it was really easy. I think, you should take, I think you should take a more me approach, Bex, which is just vibe. You just vibe, babe. 
as Christopher tries to actually bullet point that shit, and I'm just out here vibing. Um, so, um, I mean, she, look, look, she's holding I'm a really coffee. nervous. It gets you, doesn't it? I actually, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if it's the coffee or what, but my, like, my heart you is got, you going to put wild. that down before you drop it. I think I need well, listen, to. You've, got a, you've got a supporter here. I'm with you. I'm fine. Okay. Whatever you're vibing with, you've listened to the pod, so I'm going to take your... But you've hyped me up quite... so much now to be a professional yeah, podcaster. I'm, I'm just interested in 30 seconds what you would say you feel about it, as opposed to last week when I was vibing and Christopher was like, that's not what the podcast is. Like, he would literally fact-check you and correct you. <laughs> I am here to support. We've got 30 seconds on the clock. Tell us what do you think this humble little podcast you're on today is all about She's so starting now. Okay. This podcast okay. is hosted by two best buddies who like to consume stuff on a regular basis. Lots of random stuff. Some interesting stuff, some not so interesting stuff. And what they do is they pitch it to each other in the hopes that the other one's going to like it and then decide to watch more of that stuff or listen to more of that stuff. And they rate each other on what they think they're going to think of it before, during and after. But majority of the time, they end up going off piste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Getting off piece as the alarm sounded. Mentioning the ratings with about seven seconds to go. I was oh. going to talk about the amount of cartoons you watch, but I think Alex has already done that for you. Yeah, yeah on the Alex Knows Best debut segment last week, he did rip into us for that. That was actually fantastic. That's good. I didn't... Um, yeah, do you, do you think um, the, the one... Um, quibble i have considering some of the reactions i get from you christopher is that i often pitch for you to like things i'm not sure i'm always going for that sometimes i'm trolling you out here yeah and i've yeah, been trolled back minor trolling but minor, you've not i don't trolling. think on the podcast have you yet pitched something that you haven't enjoyed yourself i'm still waiting for that so oh, let's say um, for example uh, jeff yes. watched something and he was like oh my god that was that was absolute a turd. turd i was just gonna yeah. say turd <laughs> and he thought yesterday. and then but he hadn't had a discussion with chris about it so then he pitches yes. to him chris is thinking well jeff must like this so maybe it's good but really it was like a psych i actually thought it was shit dude the, the, the whole politics <laughs> of getting a psych out there when we know each other so well and we sort of have talked about stuff anyway oh. it would be very hard for me to do one where he's yeah. like oh jeff likes that like i've probably already spoken to him about it it's a whole kerfuffle there's, there's, did you have one things. chris there's, there's a few that i pitched yesterday the ed sheeran's of the world basically i, I pitched the beatles oh, yesterday, yesterday the movie that, yesterday. I, that i didn't like haven't yeah. watched and just told you were to quite upfront about yeah. all of that i was, up, I was up front to how much of a psych but that wasn't a psych i, I like the idea of a psych where i'm like Dude, this is like the best thing I've ever seen. You have to watch it. Dude, we don't psych enough. You know what Christopher does, though? He does do lots of during the week while consuming or leading up to consuming. The week that was. How much he doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. Well, in, in, the, in our little personal, the week that was, he will text me, I don't want to watch this. I hate this, blah, blah, blah. And that <laughs> What is did you nice... say about the movie in Dubai? Did you tell him that? Well, that we watched the creator. Oh, you yeah. I just booked yeah. a random cinema yeah, so for him to go watch. that in the group chat. Yeah. The creator, yes, okay, and that starred the guy from Tenet, correct? Correct, that's how I know him too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Since since that wasn't a pitch, you can you can tell us, guys, how did you how did you find a bit of a blockbuster in Dubai? It was better than I thought it would be. Snap, huh? uh, but my expectations were low, so it's now <laughs> it's like it's all about expectations right were you yeah. sitting so there much with your notes and making notes chris i wasn't sitting okay. i was sitting there with popcorn eating popcorn you were indeed <laughs> hey get back from the movie itself the movie experience in dubai with bex mm. like taking you as a bit how was that how was how was it uh, different over here well we walked in and she said we're sitting here you're sitting there on your own that was a nice <laughs> start <laughs> <laughs> they don't have, love like rows. Basically, have cinemas in Dubai are made for oh, couples. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow! 
Wow. There's like that's 12 so seats in the entire screen and they're all like lounges and blankets. Yeah. And oh my God. Have Do they like, have like curtains all around it? Almost. Like they have like sections <laughs> yeah, so you don't blankets. have to look at the person next to you and then you oh, press fantastic. a buzzer and someone brings you food and it's all of the good stuff. Oh, mate. Okay. I mean, I feel like slowly but surely, like we have recliners in Harrow, so we're starting to catch up. Um, <laughs> but the whole five star experience, yeah, we're quite a ways from. Um, did you get, did you load up on snacks? Did you do it right? I, I got popcorn, but one thing yeah. that I've, I haven't found Coke out here. Everywhere's Pepsi. God, he keeps oh. going and, on and, about and, it. Yeah, this, this is, is a big deal for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just like, guys, I just want a Coke Zero. And they're like, we have Pepsi. I'm like, Pepsi Max? And they're like, no, just Pepsi. And I'm like, right, cool, fine. I don't, know if, a thing. I don't know if there's a conspiracy. Goodbye. I don't know whether Pepsi... They must uh, have a factory here, and that's what it is. Maybe they sponsor Dubai. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking it up, and there's, like, Coca-Cola. There's lots of Coca-Cola factories in Dubai, so I don't know what we're talking about here. There's lots of... I, this is just, just get over it, Chris. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Alex, Alex, Alex sort of... wanted a snack section. He's getting his snack section. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you did try tackies. I did try tackies. Tackies oh. are a thing. Now, to, to, to bring it back to our guest for today, since we're on the subject of <laughs> snacks, and since I am learning about bodybuilding fitness nutrition Are you really, Jeff? mindset yeah, yeah like i mean um oh, jeff's a little gym girl by the way he's got guns he's got gun, guns for days i mean yeah listen <laughs> listen for my frame getting guns is not uh is not the biggest sort of leap but in the last few years really unexpectedly i have become um a bit of a gym girl i used to be a big anti gym guy which is weird why be anti-gym like who who's it hurting <laughs> why are you that? but i used to be like no i don't like it it's so um i found it like intimidating and the environment a bit sterile and repetitive and all these things that just put me off and now i've done a complete 180 on it i find it so um refreshing to have a sort of a routine and a place where you can do your thing and a place where you can have consistency accountability a bit of a community like i've really come around on it so listening to your uh pod it was actually like a really nice time for me to to get into it but um speaking about this fun stuff i am really curious when it comes to the snacking and stuff when you are <laughs> if i'm using the correct term off season yeah what's some of the guilty pleasures what what are we what are we enjoying when we're just living our lives and not even thinking about carbs and calories and all that stuff what are we just eating for for a good time the same stuff that everybody else would eat and i'd say more so in off season mm. it's about the experience rather than just mm. i want food and i want to eat because you kind of get over food you like when yeah. you go through phases of dieting, very confused by that sentence <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you go yeah. through phases of like dieting and then like quote-unquote bulking you're eating all the similar foods so you just want something different from the norm and in most cases it'll be going out for dinner with friends yes. family rather than and occasionally there'll be times when you're like i just want to order in a pizza but we can't even do sure. that here where we live <laughs> we don't have a pizza delivery place near us no but, um, i've been no saying pizza. all week let's just get a pizza yeah. and watch barbie because oh, they haven't that. seen barbie oh wow okay okay this is the big thing but we she planned way too much to be able to fit that in. <laughs> so it's not happened. <laughs> but no, generally think... speaking, it would be a nice meal out. So like we're going out for dinner tonight. We went out a few nights this week. So just having Beautiful. somebody else cook food. Yeah, and not eating yeah, food out yeah. of Tupperware, which is basically what we do every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Is there anything from England particularly that you can't get your hands on anymore these days? 
that I don't think you have so. a hankering for? Any nostalgia? I always walk past it, the corner shop in Rainer's Lane near where you used to live and think of... Wenzel's. That was, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the classics, the classics. No, I think it'd be more dad's home-cooked food. There's nothing oh, better bless. than home-cooked food from your dad. Uh, shout perfect out. Perfect answer. Yeah. Perfect Do you know what? I felt such a, that's like a notable moment on our podcast sort of uh, trigger in my head. that I was like, I need to put that in the show notes. I can't link to your dad's home cooking in the show notes with the link, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's a really... That's it's one of those really things nice you like if you're on, you know, death row, what would be your meal? You'd be like, yeah, dad's right. home cooking. 100%. Yeah. But which home Exactly. Cooking? Which thing? What's my favourite? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, should know, you should know my favourite dish, Chris. I mean, this might be a bit of a preview <laughs> to a game I have a bit set up later on. Christopher, if you had to guess your your sister's favourite home cooked by your dad meal, what would you guess? Spistitia. No. Yvetsi. Yes. Uh, I knew yeah. it was one of the two. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that slightly slower for me. <laughs> Which one? The first one or the, the second dish, one? The dish that was confirmed. Yvetsi. Yvetsi. It's my nonna used to make a very signature special dish for our family called Kovetsky. Ooh. Might, might this be... Is it made with, like, pastry kind of stuff and yeah, lamb, lamb pastry meat? kind of stuff and lamb meat! Yes! Call us the pod. We need to get on Google and compare notes and make sure we're talking about the same thing. This is crazy. Is that a traditional Greek thing? Yeah, or? Yvetsi, yeah. Wow. It's like slow-cooked lamb um, yes. leg and it's in orzo pasta. It's called orzo. It's not like... Right. It's, it's a cross a, between specific... pasta and rice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like he she'd get a big thing going and it would last us the week. Oh, yeah. Right? That's the Greek... Oh, <laughs> mate, was she out here culturally appropriating your guys's food? Because that's interesting. Even though my nonna was a bit of a globetrotter, I had no idea it was a Greek dish. Nice. I mean, hence the pronunciation. I don't know where we got Kovetsky. <laughs> but coming all the way back around, we are confirming what Beth said in terms of being a bit off-piste at points. But now I want to bring um, your expertise into little our domain. When it comes to culture, when it comes to um, sort of uh, what we consider... Uh, art the finer things and all, all the cultural tidbits we review here on this podcast like from a young age up till now bex like how much has um culture informed your life meant a lot to you at different points like is it something to this day that sustains you when you're off season and chilling out or need a bit of an inspirational boost like how 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 does culture figure into your life in that way how does it not on a daily basis? But I think... Let's go. Uh, God, from young age, I think being Christopher's sister and being exposed mm. to music and MJ mm. and all of that, we grew up listening to music, of course, and then... Hold the it. phone. Did I like MJ? <laughs> <laughs> Just a tad. I've always wanted to say hold the phone. I don't know why. There's no need to hold the phone. Hold the, the pod. Does not need to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so listening to music from a young age, obviously, same background as Chris, but growing up, I think, with my brothers, I think my, my culture and the content we consumed was all about what we did as siblings. So it was, mm. you know, growing up and watching things like The Simpsons, and that's where it should stay in our childhood, mm -hmm. just FYI. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, and then I think going through school, getting into drama, uh, English literature, very similar to, to you guys, probably Jeff mm. more than Chris. Uh, you didn't do English literature, did you? Uh, I did a GCSE. I think I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, that long a pause before he confirmed well, I think, that. I think yeah, everyone just... did English Lit and language GCSE, to be honest. <laughs> you have to, to pass yeah, your you GCSEs. <laughs> I know I did, I got a B in Lit and a C in Lang, so Ooh, I felt like I did all right. Let's go. Yeah. And I um, got a letter from yeah. the government saying that for Lit, I got one of the top five results in the country. Let's just go. had to put it in there, didn't you, Jeff? I mean, I never get a chance. That <laughs> felt like my one chance in life ever. <laughs> that was like, please serve it up on a plate. Uh, yeah, so um, we are a bit in the humanities realm, all of us in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
and then kind of went into college, studied media, and then moving into education myself, obviously being a teacher mm. first before a coach. I was very much into kind of performing for the children, with the children, getting them to be, you know, culturally active and things. And I think then as the internet <laughs> blew up, because yeah. guess what? When we yeah. were kids, we didn't have the internet, really. Um, um, it's getting more and more crazy to say it, but yeah. We, and more we and more generations that are just growing up yeah. with it and not without. So, um, yeah, the whole kind of social media thing blew up and then a mm. lot of the culture that I engage in now is social media content, obviously. And yes. that's something that you guys don't review enough of, like YouTube channels and stuff like that. That's so true. And podcasts that's so true. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think wonder we're going to be one of your feeling... business clients soon. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if your feelings are different on it because you do it so much for work. Like yes. you still enjoy. Like... Yes and no. I think for me, because I'm on YouTube and because I have a podcast, I do listen to podcasts in the car, mostly you guys, once a week on a Thursday when it's released at 5 a.m. or whenever it is. Um, <laughs> What? I, <laughs> plug in our podcast for the people who are already listening to it. Love oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, things like YouTube, because I'm on it, I don't tend to watch it, although I might have it on the background. I prefer mm. to consume my content when I'm more relaxed and away from work. So when I'm done posting on social media, I try and stay off it, to be honest, because otherwise yeah, you I fall into that rabbit hole of just scrolling. And I'd rather do other things so I do like to read I do that in my own time and Let's then obviously go. watch content with hubby which is what I think everybody does yeah there's a lot of partner shout outs on this podcast and shout out to your book club yes. because that is a thing I discovered over uh, the course of this he weekend looks very excited about this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's it's not uh, any sort of forced politeness here. I'm very excited about about the book club. And um, for the listener, there was a little pre recording chatter about potentially us getting pitched a book, a throwback to the pilot episode, because that's how much of a, an OG listener yes. Bex is. So if you've got an OG listener like that, she sort of has to run the ship here and, and take control of what what happens at the end of the episode. So if she wants to pitch a book, she gets to pitch a book. Christopher, how do you feel about that? Scared. <laughs> yeah, honest answer. Fantastic. We've got. He's like, is it going to be? I'm, I'm really trying to read the. I'm really trying to. I'm really trying to finish the book I'm currently reading, which is yes. Uh, choke point capitalism. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw him <laughs> yes. take that out of the suitcase, and I was like, whoa, this looks a bit intense. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit intense. It is a bit intense. Christopher, even listen, listen. This is where you. This is where you step up in life. You're reading a book. And then another book's going to enter your orbit and you have to figure out, am I going to multi? Am I going to wait to finish this one? Like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You promised, Jeffrey. <laughs> I promised, Christopher. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, I mean, I, I had every intention of reading it on the plane, but then someone pitched me like five podcasts and then made me watch the first Beckham, uh, <laughs> the first Beckham episode. So I had to watch some more Beckham episodes. <laughs> so. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying having someone who's listened to the pod throw out a few, a few shots that not every listener will get such as the Simpsons should stay in our childhood and things like that. Is there anything, Bex, off the top of your head, is there anything we've ever like had a strong take on that you're like, because I always do this when listening to my own podcast and I'm really frustrated sometimes because I'm not the biggest social media chatterer. So I want to like get, I want to get on the pod and be like, guys, you're not giving enough of a chance to this point of view or anything. Has there ever been some take we've had that you've had a, a serious issue with or you wanted to get in there and, and sort of defend something or have more of a go at? It's mainly the cartoons thing, isn't it? Yeah, I can't <laughs> think of anything else. There's been the odd kind of movie and then you kind of get on your soapbox about particular directors that you love and I'm just like, all right, Jeff, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, I'm like, I don't know. Like I said, I think potentially 
other avenues like chris has pitched mm. me youtube channels to go and watch he's like you need to watch this it's hilarious i'm like why is this yeah. not on the pod like come on oh there you go it was. Yeah, yeah. oh okay how I which one was that hot ones Oh, yeah. I've been shouting yeah, about okay, Hot Ones yeah. since I've been here. And I was like, they, there, was a, there was a Hot Ones episode. Oh, There's, there's, there's been a lot had, of episodes. I don't remember every single one. There has been a lot of episodes. You're making me think that part of a real, like, you can't quantify it in the same way we do our scores in the game, that a real victory in this format would be if Christopher pitched something and then I, in my own life, ended up liking it so much, like, I pitched it back to him later Ooh, because I just liked it. Yeah. Right? I haven't actually had that yet, I don't feel like. Like, if I pitched you a Hot Ones thing, that would be a big shout. Um, how would you feel, Bex, about at some point either one of your pods or one of your vlogs getting pitched on this? How, how would you feel about that? I think it would be a good idea. Well, good. Okay. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Fully up for it. As someone who can it. stand behind their content. Uh -huh. Because if you couldn't stand behind your content, you would be as scared as you were for the 30 second game but you're not you fully stand behind it and i appreciate and rate that as someone who now consumes your content um, and i, I and i can recommend some vlogs for sure let's go okay you have i won't you do have, it now uh... but I'll, just, I'll just strip them in and I'll, I'll let chris know which ones to pitch you seeing as you're the only one that no to be fair chris is my oh, like, oh, og number one fan he's the only thing, person in my family that probably watches all of my vlogs and stuff on youtube so. oh i'd say 90 now... percent of them yeah <laughs> occasionally he'll just fling me a whatsapp and be like yo bex how's prep going i've just caught up <laughs> Oh, that's very sweet. These are good. These are good sibling uh, gestures that we really appreciate a bit of behind the scenes on the podcast. I feel like in all my rambling intro, I was so hyping up um, who and what Bex is and does that maybe I didn't specify. You've probably got the point by now. Bex and Christopher are related. <laughs> this is a brother and sister combo. I don't think I hammered that home as much as I should because we we're all happy to hang out and finally jump on this call. But um uh, Bex is uh, Christopher's older sister and they are each other's number one fans in so many ways and we just we just love this it's so nice that we finally got Bex on the podcast um, Bex you pitched something and I, I would love to know the origin of that uh, pitch how did you come across the show and why did you like or dislike it before Christopher and I get into our reviewing okay well I kind of mentioned this on the uh, when I jumped on your last pod but mm. it's a regular occurrence <laughs> <laughs> that hubby and I are like, what are we going to watch? And right. we like to find seasons of things to watch that we can either binge or either they're really good limited series or they have more than one season and we can just really get into it and get into a routine of watching probably one episode a night because let's be honest, I'm old and I can't last that long. We're, <laughs> all, there. We're all there with you. By the time I finished work and then I get my last meal in, it's like 7.30 and it's one episode and then I'm dead. I I'd be tired after like 12 meals a day, to be fair. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's a stamina thing and it is as you age. I'm you up have to at 4.30 more... in the morning, guys. Give me a break. Yes. I joined 100%. up with Cardio the other day. It was hard work. did. Oh, yeah, sorry, that, just to that, quickly, that quickly divert, like, that was yeah. a sick day yesterday, it was my birthday, and he joined me for cardio oh. in the morning, dog walk, came and trained with me in the gym, Jeff, he trained That's in another the gym, level. That's another and level. then my arms can only get up to about here at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to the desert and had all of the fun, yeah, it was great, oh, great that's so fantastic, happy belated, it's Thank so nice you. to have you on the day after, that sounds like a beautiful day, and yeah, if you've got that structured, and this is the thing about people in your line of work right and it's partly um an amazing sort of um space to construct for yourself that maybe at certain points it might feel restrictive or tough but like it sounds like a lot of people get a lot out of being that structured mm, and with yeah. that structure 
comes uh, a much smaller window to For just downtime. out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, and it's the and, same with like work. It's not just the whole bodybuilding thing, but it's like um, as an online coach and a business mentor, there's a lot that I'm doing. Mm. So when we get that time to switch off, we don't get much time to switch off. And it's yeah. like when you switch off, your body just goes, okay, I'm done. So yeah, we yes. normally find something in the evening to watch and we have this argument back and forth and I'm like, right, <laughs> give me the damn remote. I'll find something. And I'm like, let's go on to Apple TV. They always have great stuff. I don't know if I'm allowed to mm. say that or not. Sorry. You are? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. you're not going to bleep that one out. <laughs> um, and then I saw right. Ale- Alex pays for mine as well. So <laughs> it's okay. And then um, it popped up as an ad, the changeling. And I, I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, this looks good. And Darren yeah. will always be like no it doesn't and I was like look I think I found something really awesome let's give it a go yeah. and the trailer hooked us can, in can I jump right it. in there what's your feelings on yes. trailers because I've got Ooh. deep and meaningful feelings about trailers I feel like so, they ruin everything about trailers. Let's I'm do very it. similar to you Chris if the trailer gives too much away I'm like shut up and let me just go and watch it yeah. particularly with movies if I know the whole movie like Netflix is the worst for this I'm just going to put it out there they Ooh, will do a go. trailer they will do a trailer that literally tells you the whole movie in that 30 seconds or yeah. 60 seconds. And I'm like, I don't want to watch it now because I know how it's going to end. It's obvious what kind of yeah. movie this yeah. is. Um, yeah. So with the one on The Changeling, when this ad came up or this trailer came up, I remember watching it and got a little way through and I, I still didn't have a clue. So the actual trailer, I was like, I still don't have a clue. I was like, this Great. looks weird. Let's watch this. Yes. Pretty much. Yes, too much spoon feeding in a, tra- in a trailer does the opposite of what I think they they want it to do in terms of enticing you to go see it right you're like it's given what you... happened to those old trailers sorry where it's like the yeah, guy that yeah. was like the voiceover guy for trailers the old school where... movies do you remember there those was like a plane on a bridge yeah. People <laughs> yeah had to get out of the plane on the bridge <laughs> there was one man <laughs> sorry <laughs> one chance get, you'll get used to this next, but i jump in when i have a light bulb moment um, have you seen a trailer for a movie that looks like an 80s movie, Jeff? You might have. Mm. It feels like a conversation with my mum where you just give me these really far <laughs> so clues. I've been to and I'm like, a few times recently, together. and yeah. there's a new movie coming out with yeah. people in it. <laughs> awesome. But the trailer is pitched in a very 80s way with old school. It looks grainy. It's got, it looks like a, like it's, it looks like a trailer for Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off, for example. But oh, okay. it's, it's not. Great shout. That should be a future pitch. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, no, listen, I really do it. appreciate the light bulb moments and interrupting. But, but when, when they interrupting, go nowhere. <laughs> when, you're, when you're interrupting yourself, because the point you wanted to make before me and Bex contributed was your deep and meaningful thoughts about trailers generally before we got to that specific one. So what are your deep and meaningful thoughts about trailers generally? I just hate them. Because they're like, you hate them. Well, just because they they do. I'm ruin a big the defender out here. Spoilers. I still love the trailer. Spoilers. So spoilers. I watched. Yes, true. It's because he hates I, spoilers. I somehow avoided Get Out when Get Out came out, and then I heard that it was brilliant and didn't know anything about Get it. Get Out. And I watched Get Out and I had a great time. Recently, I don't know why the trailer popped up on YouTube, and I thought, I wonder what the trailer was. The trailer gave away absolutely everything about okay. that movie. No, that's a good take. And I was that's like, less, that movie yeah. was ten times better for me because I had no idea what was going on. Until well, you know it all what? Played out. Whereas. Basically, the trailer mm. gave all the spoilers away, and that was it. Yeah. It's almost like a trailer should be an art form unto itself in the same way a music video is an art form like adjacent to the song. It's part of the song, but it's like a different thing. 
he's so already criticised my trailers for my podcast. He's like, I did. He's like, why are <laughs> oh, they 90 what, seconds what long? I was like, come on. It's, oh, it's, it's 90 seconds too long in your what, opinion, Christopher. 90 seconds is what a reel is worth. So it's like I'm bringing people from he's my Instagram. Reels. You're never thinking about reels, Christopher. Yeah. That's, that's, that's your Because he's not on Instagram. Like, he doesn't understand. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to get people from my Instagram over to the YouTube to watch but it. I, I, but just, I do. Don't put the 90, don't put all the highlights of your interview at the start of yeah. your YouTube video because then you're giving no one a reason to carry on. Oh, do you know success. what? So, so. Still get over a thousand views this. just saying <laughs> exactly whereas ours just stays on our google drive um christopher i i was watching it and it felt like whether um whatever the thinking behind it is bex to me my first takeaway just very surface level not to get into reviewing your podcast already which we weren't meaning to do but it does just speak to me as just like this is a professional youtube video because that just is a very signature move that you do very professionally nicely piano music a few highlights like the music is like, the Ooh. hardest part that tell is us, reviewed by us. darren i'm telling you i, let, I get onto okay. epidemic sound and I'm i know like, a couple right, of guys one? that write some good theme tunes if you need some help <laughs> yeah but it's all got to be like um copyright understated but then also and... yeah you've got to go with like the mood of the person so yeah. once i've put the the edits together and the funny thing about creating that reel is i have to find parts where the guest is talking and i'm asking the question and sometimes i have to mismatch them around because i can't have yeah, lots I of clips of that. them and then none of me yeah, yeah, yeah. so when you watch it back yeah. you're like she didn't say that at that moment and then that wasn't the answer but yeah. it's like i've got to try and yeah, make yeah, yeah. it a trailer so the music bit is the hardest bit finding i'll tell you what it reminded me of I've got these I've got these big glaring holes when Christopher's pitched me some of the most mainstream stuff. I'm like, what? Because I get into quite funny rabbit holes and, and niches, but um, I am acquainted. <laughs> I am acquainted with uh, the diary of a CEO, which I bet yes. you're aware of. And it does just seem there's a very like boom at the beginning. This is something they're gonna say. So yeah, you, like <sighs> mine's not quite there, it. but that's my goal. When when I said to Darren I wanna do this now and actually uh, interview people, mm. I wanna become the Stephen Bartlett of Dubai and Fitness. Right. That's he's my goal. Everyone's hero right now in that way yeah no he's, he's he's top level in that way the thing is i quite liked how yours slightly contrasted it because his is a bit for my taste anyway it's a bit like intense a bit more somber mm. and like if anything it's these really um like huge you know bigger than life people in a bit more of a chill setting like to, for me personally it works maybe mm, i can imagine Christopher life people sorry <laughs> in which way <laughs> yeah i can imagine quibbling with how long i bet christopher paying very close special attention like whether it's 60 seconds or 90 i don't know on that level but i i've got to jump in and say um i really liked it in terms of the trailer talk i think that brings us full circle to the yeah. thing we were talking about in terms of expectations talking about so full if, circle very quickly the movie i was thinking yeah. of is called the holdovers <laughs> Which oh. I don't know if you're aware of it or not. Yes. But yes. yes. There, there's a trailer for that that is very 80s and it caught me off guard in the cinema and I was like, I'm enjoying this because it's slightly different. That was all. Sorry. This anyway. is um, an example of a London Film Festival film that day after day I would um, refresh the page of and see there are still tickets remaining and I just couldn't quite pull the trigger because just spreading myself very thin over the London Film Festival. You guys know how it's the London Film Festival. But, um, I know exactly in terms how of... that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're every year. Yeah. They are I every the, year. I love the Q&As and... And I remember being a very young person. Do people eat popcorn in these? No. No, no. it's not. <laughs> it's all very, 
<laughs> very snooty. It depends on the venue, to be fair. Many of them snooty. are literally dependent on the venue. Um, like the Barbican and the National Film Theatre and the South Bank Centre, you're probably not. But you got your cousins and your picture houses, then you probably are. I remember reading as a young person to bring us back to trailers as we segue into the Changeling and the trailer. You're doing a very good watch. job, Jeff, keeping us on piste. <laughs> I remember reading a quote from Joss Whedon, who I loved, creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We can't love him as much now. Hashtag potentially cancelled. I lose track these days. But um, he was talking about the art form of the trailer and how it does entice. And I have the thing is with both of you and your thoughts on trailers, I bet in your lives you've seen some trailers you find cool, right? Mm. It's not that we're saying all trailers are bad, but I do really like in terms of get out maybe that one was over explanatory but this is the thing that me and christopher have talked about before it's almost on you as a viewer to be like if i stop hearing stuff about the thing and get to go in it with no expectations that enhances the experience for me and did you do and... that with the changing both of you yeah yes because good. you insisted and that is such good. a good segue because i struggled to do the specs every time it was in my orbit and i was about to do it i was like let me do my usual have a little gander at the Wikipedia. I knew you would. I, <laughs> so I was like, I don't you dare. Myself. Did you watch it on a proper screen or your laptop? Um, I watched it on a proper on a proper screen. TV or laptop? TV. TV. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, the, it's not like the best TV, but it's a TV. As long as there were no we, other we, windows open and it wasn't a small screen. We made it happen. Yeah, exactly. When I at some point got a message on my phone and was like looking at my phone for like barely a second, I was like, does this count? This is another screen. I've got another window. <laughs> open. But I did. I did uh, try and focus. Oh, this is uh, really funny. It reminds me the other day I was watching a film at the National uh, Film Theatre and I I swear to God, sometimes, as Christopher has roasted for me before using the Be Real app during a movie, um, I swear to, like, I've actually, you know, in a family uh, chat, someone needs to know something, I'll very quickly whip it out, light, the lighting's super, the brightness is super down, I'll quickly say, you know, at a movie. That's the most I'm trying to do out here, out, and I even don't like doing that. At this movie I was at, it was called A Matter of Life and Death, a really old movie they were showing at the National Film Theatre. I just wanted to check the time, and I started looking at it, nice and, you know, and the guy next to me just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I put it down and I was like, I'm kind of scared of this guy. Get a watch, Jeff. Seen... Just get a watch. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I, I have the watch. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a reflex. Um, but speaking of all the laser focus on it, Christopher, how did you consume this content? That's a very good point, actually. <laughs> uh oh, on my phone on a plane. <laughs> Needs must, right? It, it, the lights are dimmed at that point. Does that count? Yes. Because it was like meant to be sleepy time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think plane consumed content has its own special place. It makes it a different kind of enhanced special. So I'm yeah. kind of glad you have you to did. really zone into it. And I had my headphones in, so it was like proper in my yeah. face, like yeah. yeah. And like, so we both went in with nothing, yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay. How did, Let's, let's let's start getting into it a bit. Christopher, can you start us off with just how 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 you felt about it? Um, what was the guy's I name? Could, uh, Lakeith Stanfield is the main principal actor of um, at least for me. This is how much the I'm Lord Apollo. By... Hello, the Lord <laughs> Apollo. He plays Apollo, but all I can say so far, Bex, is he's uh, the lead actor for episode one because you haven't let me do my research. So maybe this is it. Probably not because yeah. um, it's not how TV so shows work. I, but... I spent the first. I think maybe 10 minutes of episode one, just admiring in his garms in a library. Oh, he had, he had the garms you'd like. It's true, very hipster. Very hipster. And because there was this whole sort of montage of him trying to ask out this librarian, they just kept cutting back and he had different sick garms on every time. And I was like, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying his pants. I'm enjoying his garms. And that's how I felt at the start of the episode. (laughs) At the end of the episode, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And... (laughs) (laughs) And and we and here we are now. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's I mean, very well summarized. I would say that while enjoying his bants and his garms, very curious for your guys' thoughts, but it would it was doing a very effective job of like flashing back, and yes. it doesn't explicitly tell you at the beginning. There's two parallel couples, and you're getting told their sort of origin story as couples, and there's yeah. lots of um, flirting going on. The form of this flirting for me. And I'm not, listen, I, I ain't coming out hot here. I just, I, I'm wondering more than stating. Yeah. But for 2023, this not is okay. some, <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. It's just, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like I would think that they would think it's not okay. Right. That in a studio room these days that like, it's pretty, I mean, um, I think I've got it? a line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got a line here from the narrator. Some may call it stalking. Apollo yeah. called it persistence. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> it was for both couples. And it's like, I don't know. It's the sort of thing that it, it almost made me reflect on how if that was in a 90s rom-com, that's sweet. And no yeah. one's even blatting an eyelid. Now it like it flirts with being problematic. <laughs> what did you guys think of it? No, that's a good point. Yeah. I, did, I did have that thought watching it. But it's funny because, for example, I don't know, like, is it say anything when he stands there with the boombox over his head? Yeah. Yeah. Like back then, it was, cute. It, it was cute to like, you know, just stand outside a random woman's house and just wait for them to say yes. <laughs> like, yes. Do you know what I mean? yes. Whereas, yeah. yeah, you're right. In 2023, probably not so okay, but That's they've so approved it. Say anything. It's fine. That specific iconic scene has been parodied endlessly. It's probably the best example because in this day and age, you just open the window and being like, you're harassing me. I'm calling yeah. the police. <laughs> exactly. Um, Be Bex, we are, we are honored. We are um, so uh, happy to finally have a woman on this podcast. So I can actually ask you, in the context of these actors and characters, did you find it charming? Did you find it a bit much? Like, did it make you think like, oh, I don't know how much this would fly in this day and age. Like, how did you feel about that? I think in this day and age, it is kind of poking at the door a bit of creepy and a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, right. But the way in which it was scripted and acted yes. out and everything, I think it was made to look charming. Although with the flashbacks then mm. kind of showed you the reality of it. Because, like, in the flashbacks of the other couple, she was like, I don't date white men. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. literally like... Because, obviously, that was set in whatever time was it? What, the 70s? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that was when, firstly, I had a funny, like, oh, they're going to end up dating then. <laughs> like, it was just such a... Whereas well, I was the opposite. I was like, I don't think they are. I was like, she's going to get the oh, police on him. But then he was the police. So yeah. I was like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got a hot take here. We're going to stray from the t TV show for my hot take. I think it is okay when you're attracted to the person and that's all it is <laughs> i'm sorry if someone's coming at you with that energy and you find them hot that's awesome and you can play with it and as a woman you're probably a bit empowered to say no knowing they're going to keep coming back to you and if you're not attracted to them it's a big old problem i find that a lot oh oh the 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 in we are still still all here i think the internet was trying to tell me you're straying into problematic cultural territory and if you've got lots of relationship takes you should probably keep them to yourself <laughs> i was just thinking the internet is a uh... your internet is gonna recover while i try and steady the ship by talking about relationships how we should approach them in 2023 i think we all just need to be very upfront about how we find each other physically and i take the hint maybe i shouldn't have strayed down that path um but yeah, I think everyone's just a hypocrite. And as long as you find the person attractive, anything flies. Okay, that's 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 what I'm saying. But to get back, I think to we're get back, back to the show, back. because everyone, back. We are, you are back. We're happy to have you back. I'm so glad <laughs> you agree with the point I was making. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, so... Uh, because I think turns out point. Dubai, if you're attracted to the plus, it's like, ooh. You can't get good Wi-Fi in Dubai, is what I found out. <laughs> I mean, listen, the amount of flack my uh, Wi-Fi has taken over the weeks and months, we're just happy to happy to share that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, okay. However it happens, these couples are coming together. There's a... There's a... What's it called? There's there's the flirting, there's the, the rumbling of something going on. But even before we got to the those relationships starting to form... This is what threw me off and kept me very intrigued the whole episode long. Some sort of ship at the start. Some sort of <laughs> centuries ago stuff. The narrator like like talking about some mystery. And, I'm, and then suddenly I feel like we're in a romantic movie territory. And I'm getting very charmed and I'm very distracted thinking, how is the other thing going to be relevant? What's going on? Um, and there's definitely... I, really, I completely I forgot like about vibe, the ship. To be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, there's a big old ship, my guy. And I quite like the vibe of like, I don't know if uh, Bex having seen the whole show, I'm guessing, I don't know if you dispute this or not, but I love, I am I am like Christopher in that I struggle with horror. So I like the almost like this might be horror and we're going to like dip into it, but it's not like beating you over the head with it. At points, I kind of enjoy just watching a thing about relationships in this episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a, there's a hint at a few things and there's a few breadcrumbs that are trickled in, let's yes. just say. And that does continue through the rest will, of the episode. Can you confirm the bread cr- without without spoiling too explicitly? Will the breadcrumbs become whole loaves by the end of the series? <laughs> well, to put it bluntly, we watched all eight episodes and we still don't have a fucking clue what's happening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Well, I don't have to watch the show. But the, bit, the, big, the, bi- the biggest breadcrumb is the book. That's all I will say. Oh, okay. I did like how he liked books, and I wasn't too clear on it. I don't always have these thoughts, but I did have this thought during this episode. I was like, my guy, what do you do for a living? Because he's a very enigmatic, sort of just passionate guy. I can't tell if he's creepy, especially when he had that original phrase, I'm the god Apollo. I'm like, bro, can you chill out with loving your name that much? Then they show, (laughs) you know, his his mum or dad um, sort of saying that to him, and it's a bit more of a sweet thing. It's like, we can't name a a black child Rocky or something like that, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, 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 because he loved... Uh, his white dad loved the film Rocky, which I yeah. found very sweet. I wanted to stay with that couple more. I love the yeah. his accent. Every New York. Like, yeah. I wanted to get to know them more. I, I'm actually going to... Christopher, if you don't mind, you can mm. uh, plug your ears. I actually want to request a spoiler here. Is that dad going to feature in future episodes? That makes a difference to me. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, Carl. Yes. Yeah, See, this was okay. the point. I pitched this. I was like, I want to know yeah. if you want to watch more. And if that I, is the I case, then, do. then I've definitely done my job with yeah. my pitch. No, you have done your I have done your job. I don't know how much um, me and Christopher are going to uh, get right in terms of uh, scores. But like, I, th- I thought overall it was really fun and really engrossing 47 or so minutes of television. Mm-hmm. Love the acting. Lakeith Stanfield is amazing. That guy's face, you can just watch. His acting is so believable. Something I th- I figure is either his acting style or is going to come into figure in the series is I just, I can't figure him out. I don't know if he's a bit off. I don't know what's going on. He seems like a good, caring person and dad, and he had mm. a troubled upbringing and he but wants to he resolve some of that. the bracelet, Jeffrey. I was just about to say, are we not going to talk about the thing of the thing? Come on. Let's, let's <laughs> talk about the thing and the thing. So, Lakeith <laughs> Stanfield's character. Yeah. Yes. asks out a lady in a library persistently slightly questionable but that's fine they get along in the end so <laughs> but, but, but she's already planned but, but she's like stuff. i couldn't say yes because i'm going to brazil yeah and it was like cool fine she's going to brazil so then she goes to brazil lakeith stanfield's character apollo i could just say apollo uh, yeah. a lot easier um yeah um he mopes around a bit he's very sad that she's not there and he's very lonely while she's not there but then it yeah. cuts to her in Brazil. She goes to the lake, finds some witchy-looking character who grants her spoilers, three wishes. 
But yeah. Sorry? Yeah, well, just, yeah. yeah. For the listeners. Hey, oh, sorry. Yeah. They know what they're getting into by now. <laughs> you should have said it in your 30 <laughs> second game. Uh, <laughs> but uh, grants three wishes, puts a bracelet yes. on her, but says, don't cut your bracelet off. Otherwise, your wishes will be granted. But I'm like, who doesn't want their wishes granted? So I've got that confused. Yeah, no, 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 no. For. It's like when the bracelet falls off, mm. your wishes will be granted, but don't cut it. It has to naturally fall off. You weren't listening oh, clearly, Chris. On a plane, jet on lag, a plane, changing time zones. Crying babies. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to let it fall off. Like, He's like, like, I've got the basic point, something about the bracelet, blah, yeah. blah, 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 evil eye, I get yeah. But then, like, now she comes back. He waits for her in the airport. Again, very cute. And uh, now yeah. they're together. Two of her wishes apparently have been granted. But the hey, third shout one has the best friend who just later just tells him, <laughs> All right, mate. You wanted a good husband, a healthy child, and I'm not going to tell you the last one, but I kind of want to tell you the last one. We missed one. the I point that, that he cut strange. the bracelet as well. You totally sideswiped that, boys. Sorry, yes. This I is did the main say he point. cut the bracelet. So, but, no, but he did it in such a way it was like, I'm the god Apollo, I can whatever. And he's what? like, All we, your wishes will come true with me. Yeah. Cuts. Yeah, that's funny, Bex, because as much as it was like, I'm the god Apollo, blah, 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 it was almost like an undercutting it with like humor, and we shouldn't take this sort of ju- yeah. bad juju mm. seriously, right? Mm. So it's almost bad like juju. this show. It's a good this phrase. show is going to be about how we have to take bad juju seriously, and I do struggle with that because I'm not I'm not here for how bad you spell juju. that, Jeffrey. <laughs> J U J U. Gotcha. Cool. But then that's when you get the kind of into kind of like, oh, is this going to go down a, a creepy route, a horror route? Is it going to be bad karma vibes? What's what's going to happen to this couple? I'm uh, still I'm yeah. still here thinking it might be more rom commy than horror, and then it shows you for me the moment where I know okay, mm. it's going to dip into that more than I thought is um, the witch character. She's got the weird eye. She's very in your face, <laughs> saying saying all the uh, oblique things about things. Um, shout out to the librarian character, by the way. This woman who at the beginning, I really loved. It's such a nice sort of like rom-com, just touch of a thing that it looks like Le- Lakeith Stanfield's um, character Apollo was attracted to her because of how she dealt with like like a, a homeless man sort of coming in and being a bit. Uh, strange and off and like she was just very gracious with him and very mm. nice i love that as a little rom commy moment and then they should use librarian. that in like um couples game shows where they you pair people up they're just one of the one of the uh, <laughs> one of the quizzy things should be like how would you deal with this guy yeah. <laughs> just 100 <Right. 100%. laughs> well that's it, why he was like, like oh she's gonna be my wife and be the mother of my child because yeah. she can right because she yeah. let home yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then she goes to Brazil and there's a lot going on. And then it's like, okay, this is this, there is something horror going on. They're building a life together. Something's going to happen. And then um, it it's all the climaxes. Friend and the, and the, the, friend, the friend in the restaurant. In the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't quite get how much Apollo was uncomfortable in the restaurant. It, was it just the fact that it was very expensive? Yeah. Because at yeah. first I was like, oh, is this going to be where there's going to be horror? Because he seemed super uncomfortable. Then it was like $75 for this dish. It was just because it was. Mm. I was, in my head this is where my head goes if anyone can relate tell me i was like can wifey not have his back surely she knows his economic situation <laughs> he's a he's, he's a broke book dealer <laughs> literally yeah, he's a broke book dealer and she's out here pregnant like yeah we'll get whatever bring the friends and he's like oh and also um, when you're that close to like having a baby like why are you maybe then chill. why are you going maybe to chill. a restaurant when, you, when you're about to pop when you're about to pop <laughs> Yeah. And why would you get the train there? I just all of these questions go through my head. <laughs> Speaking of about to pop, spoiler of all spoilers now, yeah. it's the end of the episode. It actually climaxes with her um the the female character, the female lead giving birth on the New York subway. Yeah. Which is just oh, when they start traveling on it cuz she feels like it's it's all going that way and then there's um a bunch of sort of breakdancing kids yeah. who get on flash, the train. Flash I'm like, turn up. 
flash mob. <laughs> flash mob turned up. <laughs> sounds so classic, whack. Right? It sounds so whack. And they're like doing their stuff. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to be any help. And then suddenly. And they're really the helpful. Train, yeah. <laughs> they turned out to be really helpful. But the train breaking down, it was classic. Like if you're in a rush to get somewhere and the Met line is delayed, you're like, oh, this is the worst. Like this is like the end, the, the, the top level of it being the worst when the train fails you. And um, yeah, he ends up. I th- how did everyone think Apollo's character did in that situation? Oh, I think it was unrealistic. Three pushes, Can baby's I, out. Let's go. Three okay, pushes, okay. the baby's yeah, out, yeah. and there's no umbilical cord attached, and he doesn't have to get 100%. a no- pocket knife out. I'm See, like, come on, I was that's looking, not real. I was looking for that umbilical cord. The way they shot yeah. it when they were holding yeah. the baby, they didn't show you whether yeah. it was there or not. Oh, I'm just, no, I like, they didn't. Too clean. Too clean. I agree <laughs> with you. I think. <laughs> I, like, I think what, one, two, what sells it. Yeah. What sells it? And where was the afterbirth? Where was the afterbirth? Like, come on, let's be real. He had blood all over his t-shirt. They, they just compensate for the lack of umbilical cord with more blood. They're like, I don't want the more blood. I, I agree with you. I think the thing that may, might help the casual viewer to suspend disbelief is, as per, the woman throws herself into acting, right? So, like, you are quite um, mm. distracted by how, like, she's going through a very primal experience and screaming. Um, but you're right. I, thought, I think it was too clean, too. I think Apollo's character did do really well the way he, like, you know, I think some of us would struggle in those public... Uh, private moments becoming public and he sort yeah. of gets the break once and kids to help and he talks to the train driver and he keeps her calm sorry. it's and like it's a, cover a, up no, the window sorry, don't sorry. anyone look all the, of this. the, the yeah. conductor was my favorite they're like go get the conductor conductor came and then he ran away again i was like, <laughs> He's like good <laughs> conducting it's gonna it's gonna take a while to be honest with you <laughs> thanks for the help mate um, i that's probably when i found the apollo character the most endearing because that is just an in life like he stepped up to the plate moment, yeah. which is really cool. Um, but then, and this is this is where if you're not, it's it's almost like it was almost like a trailer was dropped in the last scene of this show, because mm. it dips into like Apollo getting tortured, the woman getting tortured, the mum on some sort of barge floating away, and I was like, hold up a minute, I'm only seeing like two minutes left of this show. You got to give me something, and it didn't, and I kind of loved it. Yeah, yeah. I I, lo- I, I said to. The only conversation I had with Becky about this before now was that mm. I just liked it didn't end on like an obvious cliffhanger. Yeah, it didn't. Not like, oh, blah, 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 I have to watch the next one. Yeah. It's kind of like, nope, that's episode one. And that's how episode yeah. one ends. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to probably click play because you're like, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's, uh, I, it's going to remain to be seen until I watch the whole thing, how it pulls it off. But that is like a really, really good technique to keep one watching. It's like, I'm giving you some, some fun stuff. You know what? I actually did think of this to me. The biggest pinnacle example of that is lost. Yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. love lost because it gave you such intriguing yeah. shit. And it turns out it gave it, it gave you too much because it wasn't able to resolve it satisfactorily for a lot of people. But it is such a good technique because I remember the way that I would press play on that next episode. It's like, I need to know. I need to know. Yeah. And I definitely feel a way about this couple now. I love how I'm just as intrigued as about the couple themselves as to their relation. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me actually um, thought it was quite surprising that quite early on you do realize it's the son yeah. of the guy. Because with the um, with the older couple being a white man and a black woman, it's not especially obvious that's how they're connected. I thought maybe they would leave that to like episode two because I was finding it very intriguing. They actually, that's one thing they do tell you in episode one. It's going to be the first couple is the mum and dad of um, Apollo. One thing I'm very troubled by in liking the dad, the white man, is um, he leaves at four. They are being far too vague about this. And this is one of the things that is working for me. He leaves. He seemed like such a good guy. He charmed her. He clearly was into her. They, they do a bit of his backstory. You know, mm-hmm. his, his mum and dad seem to have very coarse, disgusting arguments. 
Uh, she was calling out the size of his penis, which is just like, that kid doesn't need to be hearing that shit. Um, and, you know, he seemed to have a troubled childhood. And now, you know, to, to be a man in the 1970s who's white dating a black woman seems to be like a brave choice. He seems like a cool guy. And then there's this thing about he just leaves. I want to like, be clear. Why is he gone? He seemed like such a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do a lot of like, if you're not giving me details on this, and I'm going to guess, you don't have to, I would love to just read your facial expression for an answer, Bex, but is that question going to be resolved for my liking? Yes and no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I like that. That's exactly what I wanted you'll to You'll get some more breadcrumbs and some more, and then you'll be like, I need the whole loaf. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to Wenzel's at this point, to be honest, Bex. Fantastic. Um, so, well, let's... Yes. So what I was going to say... we talk some so, scores? Yeah, so what we were going to do was... We're going to predict each other's scores, Jeffrey. Yes, as you uh, normally do, because that's normally what do. you do so on this I'll show. I'll predict yours, you predict mine. Yeah. Um, we won't reveal ours. Um, Becky can just jump in whether she agrees or disagrees. With oh, that's fun. And then, yeah, and, then, and whoever's could... closest, guess what? They win. Yes, they win. You can fulfill a, a listener's dream, Bex, which is when we do our scores and people want to shout at us for being wrong. You can you can get in there and say your stuff. I or had get it us live to in the car, it. by the way. Oh, I yeah, it live in the car of, of <laughs> them to yeah, guessing or thinking, oh, yeah, we did think it was going to be that. Me and Darren do it every week. We listen yeah. and when you guess Chris's, I'm like, no, I would have said that that was one off. I'd say that. And then I'm, sometimes I'm right. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh, man, that is too sweet. That, is actually... that not what the listeners are supposed to do? Exactly. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, once we actually get our social media working properly, I want nothing but arguments on social about <laughs> what we all think about our different uh scores and people guessing them and thinking we're wrong i think this is a week where the the scores i have for you christopher mm. are gonna be the scores that are mine because i feel are like you're shitting me that's well, weird because I, I actually like... was gonna say the exact same thing i've got i've got that's exactly what i've got too. i was gonna say the same thing i was like i reckon i've got the same scores for you both because i pitched it to both of you and you're both of it yeah okay so before yeah. before we guess each other we... why don't you tell us what you think it is. Just to or... say, I, I don't think we'd always feel the same about everything. To be very clear, I think our podcast no, 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 bears this out. No. something about this yeah. that I just, yeah, right? I think it's, I mean, it's me. Should we guess first? You're like, it was pitched by Bex. It must be this. Yeah, so, yeah. So, do you want to guess ours before we guess each other's? No, I want you to guess each other's okay, normal. Right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. All right. I, I mean, so we could going... say it at the same time. I feel like... Okay, so, okay, so, so I'll say one. retrospect and then you both shout the numbers out. Wait a minute, I'm getting very confused. I'm just scared. I don't want to start. <laughs> I'm getting stressed out about this now. <laughs> it's something that I do. It's too so, much. He's tired. It's Dubai. It's been a busy week. Time difference. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. Um, so anticipation. Yes. Should I guess yeah. yours and you confirm if it's right or not? Or are you going to guess mine? I, how do, I don't know. How. No, do it the traditional way. That's too confusing for the listeners. Okay, so I'm just going to guess. I have guessed for you, Jeffrey. But then mm -hmm. that tells him what my scores are. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, no. Let's, okay. let's both. Can we both at the same time say our before score? Ready? Wait, yeah. your personal ones or your guesses? Well, they're both the same. Guesses. Guesses. Yeah, no, but you... yeah so that's, that's, that's... I'm so confused. Okay. I'm but as you say it, you're revealing. So we're yeah. going to know. So okay. three, two, one, three. Three. Cool. That's what I had. I had that. We're all, we're you always all have three guys, unless yeah, it's, it's something that Jeff gives Chris and he's like, mm -hmm. like this, it's like, the, things, like the Beckham yeah. thing. Mm. <laughs> Bex, can I? Can you step it? Did you have any? Uh, were you surprised about his Bex takes, or were you well up to date with all his feelings on that? No, I was glad that he what his scores were for it, and I knew that he'd be a bit like, well, I don't know. But I was, I was also surprised because like, you're a diehard Man U fan. Come on, that's, that's the whole thing. There's a lot going on. A lot of layers here. So many layers. layers. <laughs> okay, during. During. 
Three, two, one. Four. Oh, me and Bex, but not you. Okay. So wait. So, so wait. So for the listener who can't see our hand, <laughs> <laughs> I guessed a three for during. Um, yeah, and I guessed a four for during. You guessed a four for during. Which means so we're both... Jeff's is a four, but yours isn't a yes. four. Yeah, which means we're both wrong. No, I'm yeah, right, both though. I got three Bex and I got is four. Right. Oh, Bex right, is... so far. Okay, fair. So Bex you... is winning the episode. Congratulations. Well, you're... Um... But you had that for both of us, so you're one off from mine. So just say. No, she had it for me because I uh, had <laughs> the guest win and be cool. Yeah. And he's the lead and host. For Arthur. So, okay. <laughs> Retrospect. Retrospect. Yep. Three, two, one. Three again. Oh! You had retrospect three. four. Yeah. I had retrospect four. Uh, listeners can't oh. see our fingers, FYI. Yeah, so can't see our fingers again. <laughs> I guessed threes I guessed for retrospect. One at a time. I guessed um, the same as me, so this is both my guesses and for me, I guessed three, four, three. That's and what I was, I was thinking, three, four, three. That's, for what, that's exactly what, as we were doing our finger reveals for the Patreon <laughs> listeners, uh, that's exactly what Bex had uh and Christopher, on the other hand, his guesses and his own scores were three, three, four. Very yeah. ah, just the tiniest difference there. We're both right. two off. Another draw. Two weeks of draws. God A lot damn. of draws going on. A lot of draws. Bex won. I won. Bex won the episode. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That's what we well, want. Huge scorecard. <laughs> To come on, we want to get our guest host to, to come back another time, so of course you get to I win. I have one maybe... question though, are you both yeah. going to want to watch more of it? Come on. 100. I actually really do. That's what that's where my four came into play, by the way. Yeah, that's my what three I during was that there was on? a lot of shit going What's on. Going on? I wasn't necessarily yeah, that... enjoying it, I was more intrigued. So yeah. that's where my sort of during score was. But the four in retrospect was like, cool. I kind of feel like it deserves more. And that's kind of how I... Interesting. And I had a bit of a flip on that where the four during was how much I found the actors charming and some of the rom-commy stuff quite good. And the three after was maybe when it pays off a bit more, I'll have a four after. But Mm. for now, I'm being being too teased. It feels like a little feather being flicked on my butthole. I need a bit more actual action going on. (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting teased. Um, uh, I want you now to let Christopher claw a bit of a win back here by doing a very quick... Cultural because we don't we, cultural we, content consumption so appraisal our questionnaire. Well, because because next week's episode will be back to the pictures from last week. So we will be back. So there it's are no all going to come back today. around. Yeah, the people know as Bex knows better than anyone that that book pitch in the pilot eventually came back around. Everything eventually pays off. There are no loose ends on this podcast. We will get to everything. But before we close out on a really special sibling themed uh, cultural content consumption appraisal hour questionnaire, Bex, do you possibly want to get in on the most Honor, honorable spot in this podcast which is recommending and pitching a book for a future episode and you were very generous knowing the readers <laughs> on this podcast you gave us about six months i think when you suggested <laughs> well when we were talking on it off air uh yeah. chris was like not another book i was like look i'll give you like six months i'm kind of busy with work right now i'll pitch it to you and yeah. you just you just call me when you guys have read it so, Fantastic! Yeah. I love this. That's what happened with Matthew Perry. To be fair, Christopher, yeah. right? It was quicker than six months. Okay. Just say. Actually, much he, yeah, he did pretty fair. Was it a couple of months? I was going to say yeah. we resolved that. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, I did not yeah. feel pressured by <laughs> my own podcast <laughs> in any way. Well, I tell you what, I'll do is I'll pitch you two, and you can choose which one: fiction or nonfiction. Oh, yeah. Jeff's going to read both. <laughs> oh, he well, will. No, no, no. He may have already read one of no, these. No, you just though. have to pick one. You have to pick one. No. The thing is, I, I want to I, I want to say 
that cr so far he read a celebrity biography. He's now reading Choke Point Capitalism by Cory Doctorow. I think Chris, Chris Burton needs to step outside his comfort I've read, zone. Slightly. I've read Ready I think Player it's fiction one. time. I've, I've, he has read. I feel like that might be ready to have a partner on the shelf of fiction. Okay, well, this is one of my all-time favourite books since I was... Well, then it has well, to get pitched. And I would have to read it again as well, because it's Better been many Better not be Twilight. Years. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'd read it. There's I'd a, read it. I'm there's a time for, like, the chaos. There's time for fantasy and trashy novels, and then there's time for, like, culture. And you guys love culture. You're right podcast. So, Louis de Bernier's Captain Corelli's mm -hmm. Mandolin. Love one of my all-time favourite uh, books. Has Je Jeff, have you already read it? Yeah, I'm sure he has. If you study, have one. I've nah. read other Louis de Bernier, but that one's been on my shelf for many, many years, and I haven't actually read it. And if so... by chance one of my oldest yes. friends in the world, Anne Marie, is listening to this, who also happens to share the same birthday with me, we both fell in love with that book. And when we were at college, stun studying in was it was it school or college? I can't remember English lit. Um, it was a book that we studied and we had many versions where we actually like highlighted and put all these things in the books. And then I was so devastated that I defaced this book because I had to study it. She then bought me like one of the first editions hardback and it's, Aww. yeah, I still have it. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, spoilers for the listener. Christopher is going to watch the Nicolas Cage film and pretend he read it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. You can't. And there's so many so, people. Whoa, 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 whoa. You really Nicolas can't. Nicolas Cage is it. in Captain Corelli's Mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> it is a game changer of a casting piece. <laughs> Have yeah. you watched it, Jeff? Oh, no. Um, I actually haven't. Okay, for whatever good. reason, I remember um, learning about this author, Captain Corelli's Mandolin, was his big breakout in the early 2000s, and reading a few of his other books. For whatever reason, Captain Corelli's was a bit too much for me it was like it was the hit i was like i'm sure i'll eventually get around it's like, to it. it's like listening to coldplay's b-sides that's what you would do <laughs> my guy why would you bring coldplay into this why I just, why, yeah. why i think why it's a great Chris one Martin and the boys i love this i read pick. a lot of fiction non-fiction yes. i do have non-fiction options and maybe we'll get onto that if we do this little quiz thing but this this little mm. quiz thing sorry that's gonna be the name of it now this little quiz thing coming right up after this segment where we're i was worried if we wouldn't fill it out i can't tell you you can fill an hour Every with week. me. One day, one day you'll learn us about our podcast. We can, we, we, an hour is always restrained and it always will be even when we become hashtag review one thing. I love this book shout. I love this review um, uh, that we're going to do in six months time. <laughs> um, I, so Christopher, you're going to read a work of fiction and it's going to be a beautiful thing. Don't be scared. And um, I want to see it on your Be Real as well. I want to see <gasps> when you're reading it. Wow. Now that you've got me on Be Real, another social media platform. Thanks guys. <laughs> all the platforms getting shouted out today this is the most have... easiest one to maintain True. it goes bleep that's, that's, take a that's, picture that's, that's i've probably too. missed yeah. it let's have a look let's have right. a look should we all check our b-reels <laughs> live no, on the podcast that's <laughs> no, we're all fine um i can lend you uh i've actually got for whatever weird reason um it's one of my i have a duplicate pile of books and captain Corelli's <laughs> mandolin is one i do have two of for whatever reason so i can lend you <laughs> Thanks, Jeffrey. Um, but I was going to take the uh, first edition one and just shove it in my suitcase. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's the no. one I'm going to read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so glad because um, one of the things I like, Bex, is as much as we need to, it is important. This is part of the podcast for us, I think, is to keep up to date with what's going on now. I think if you're not occasionally like refreshing your own sort of cup by like indulging in things that were your favorite as a younger person, to see how it stacks up now, mm. to hopefully elicit some of the same feelings, if not newer ones. Some things super stack up, if not improved. Some things are not as good as you remembered, and that's interesting too. I love a good shout-out of an all-time fave, so that's a fantastic shout-out. And speaking 
of all-time faves. Oh. Our little, the little, th the little quiz thing is now coming up. Where we're just going to talk some favorites. Okay, we're going to talk some favorites of um, the as main. As much categories. as I love my sister, I don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is a very you know, it's such a, a part of this podcast DNA is a bit of like how well do you know your partner? Now we're going to be doing it with the siblings, with. Uh, <laughs> Christopher and Bex, and now we're going to be doing favorites. So, very much as I stressed in our pre-podcast waffling, very much happy for things to be rescinded and revised. Bex, if you ever want to make an emergency, shout to the podcast and say, I've changed my mind about my TV show. <laughs> I'll awesome. email. I will make that I, email in, I will make that front of house uh, news straight off the bat because this is important stuff but i do love that in this moment now on friday the 20th of october my time 11 59 what is we're going to do a few favorite categories mm -hmm. and christopher do you have any sort of phone or device nearby where you can write yours down just so we can prove we don't need to do oh that. am i, I doing chris as well i have no idea no no no, 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 no. i want oh. him to i want him to guess yours no, i'm just gonna randomly yours. just throw shit out there and guess yeah it. okay so bex if you have your idea <laughs> locked in christopher we're going to start with um, what I think is... Uh, is this the easiest one? We're going to go movie first. So, Bex, you have a little thing. Christopher, oh, what that do you one's think? locked. That's locked. Yeah. Oh, that Cap one's locked. Fantastic. Captain Corelli's mandolin starring <laughs> <Mick Savage. laughs> And what is it actually, Bex? We'll accept that first. Are you answer. not going to have another guess? Come on. I knew <laughs> Jingle All the Way was his favourite so Christmas movie. I knew that because I'm a good sister. Fair. Come on. Fair. Um, That's good stuff. Can you give me? That's a great Christmas movie. Is that yeah. not your favorite can Christmas you... movie too, Bex? That's hundred percent. And when you were on the yeah. pod talking about it, I was like, I was shouting it. Can down you give me a genre? Can I have a genre or something to go? Oh, he's requesting a clue. Um, I think love of when this. we were children. Yeah. Big blockbuster CGI. Wow. Wow. First time CGI was used for this, and it was like. Did everyone just hear Ellen Ripson? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, big, big blockbuster CGI, CGI. Wow. Wow. Can I, if I if I step if in I could sing, I'd sing the theme tune, and that might get help There's you. There's a theme tune. Well, no, as in like the soundtrack. Okay. CGI. Wow. Childhood blockbuster. I don't think we might have I gone mean, with I've... Nan. Nan might have taken us to see the oh, first wow. one. Oh wow! Now she's now she's teeing oh, up. Toy Story. Mate. Come on. No. <laughs> oh yeah. I Toy Story is my favorite fucking movie. Absolutely. I was now, to be honest, that was kind of I, one of my cartoons. Guys, I'm trying to think what I went to the cinema with Nan with. Did she it take us been... to the mask? <laughs> oh no, maybe it wasn't that. No, but come on. Mask. Great of course, movie, by this the way. Gonna... I'm so glad this uh, straight into like what I'm just remembering our family. Prehistoric. Prehistoric. That's my last. Oh, Jurassic Park. Park. Thank you. Ah, Jurassic Park. Okay. Darren would okay. know that. My head got locked into Lord of the Rings for some reason. I was like, nah. She's not when we were children. Lord of the Rings. We weren't children. I know, and that film's whack. Do you remember anyway. seeing the Diplodocus? <laughs> Come on, Jurassic Park. Okay. Jurassic Park. Okay. I didn't realize the music. I didn't realize the little quiz segment was going to lead to this many hot takes <laughs> in this short a space of time. But we now have you locked into the um, little Park. quiz Hall of Fame with your movie next up your favorite all-time tv show is that locked in bex have a little think christopher's having a think oh too God, there's so many shows we're you, all having like, a think is it like comedy or thriller or like oh yeah, Jesus, it's just right know. now in this moment the way that i always characterize it bex is yeah, help in terms of a favorite is if you can picture your life without it your life would feel if not be a little different because of how much it meant to you oh, do you have that, anything that's like deep. that? That's That is deep. That is man. deep. That's deeper than that is your how thoughts, man. I literally, <laughs> but I remember. Well, being, then, I, um, then it's the first thing that pops in my head. Yes, it's locked. 
Yeah. Perfect. It has to be. Because if I have to like go, what was my favorite? Then it's not my favorite, is it? Friends. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. has to be. There we go. Done. Friends. <laughs> Wait, I missed, <laughs> I missed it. It was so quick. <laughs> it's friends. It's friends. Because that was the initial yeah, one. Another... And I was like, but surely there's other things. Bex like... had yeah. the series two tape with Eddie on it, which I borrowed every other week. So oh, that's no, how I, I remember it. That series two videotape with Eddie was also my uh, do you know, do you remember drug. Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. You Fantastic. Oh, that's a really good my buddy. Uh, I'm so glad Adam Goldberg um, favorite next you're, you're part of the show uh, properly in a way that I didn't uh, expect now with with some of these shouts but next up is one that I feel like you needed a bit more time with you, you've low-key been spending this podcast thinking about it in the back of your mind favorite album could you do this one Bex? can I just shout one out and see if you agree okay Justified by I, Justin Timberlake. No, because I couldn't tell you every song on the album. So that's I a no. swear you were okay. rinsing that back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but it was it was a phase. I was a young girl. Yeah, he, we've was, all, we all he was cute because phase. he wasn't in NSYNC anymore. That's about it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now that the Britney memoir is coming out with some quotes, I think we're all about to gosh, feel a different way what? about that chap. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have to, it has to be like a desert island album that you could just listen yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Think of the desert island. By the way, in terms of that formulation, oh no, you're not going to like it. I might like it. No, you won't. Uh, think of my wedding. Oh, <laughs> I, the oh shit! What album was that? Which which mathematical symbol was that song on? <laughs> oh, plus minus one of the guys. Yeah, is that your all-time favorite? I don't know if it's all-time, but it's the first one that pops in my head. I'm like, I yeah, listen listen, to that album. We'll, we'll take that as an answer, Christopher. I'm choose just going to guess. Multiply. Symbol. Yeah. Yes! Wow! <laughs> I think it is. Oh, think now it is? I'm That's gonna, fantastic. I know the song, it. the song is Tenerife C. Yeah. 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 Now, this is beautiful. Ed Sheeran multiply. We love to see it. Some of these answers oh, are just so much gold. Oh, he likes to take the gold. piss out of Ed Sheeran, but I'm like, come on. Hey, man. better than yeah, 1975. No, the, the, pod, the, pod <laughs> the pod has been waiting for this pushback for a while because the people are out here liking Ed Sheeran and we shouldn't be allowed to shit on stuff without getting any pushback. So we really appreciate that shout. We've got two more coming up. The next one. There's more questions? Oh, God. <laughs> two more coming up. Um, book. Favorite uh, book. And I feel like you were hinting at it might be the non-fiction shout you had because mm. we're not going to do Captain Corelli, of course. No. So any, even though would if you hadn't have picked Chris that to us, know. would that have been the one? Can would I guess that what type of book it is? Yeah. Is it like a sort your life out type book? You mean a mindset motivational kind of? Yeah. Thing? Yes and no. Self help. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. like Ooh, yes something about a chimp. There's that one. <laughs> paradox. No. Not paradox. Paradox. That's a good it's, one. It's linked to my tattoo, which is in Arabic. Oh. Oh, I'm not going to know that. Yeah, what does it say? Well, it's the title Just, of the book. I'm not going to get oh, it. Okay. I'm, yeah. yeah, it's the title on. of the book. Relentless, Relentless. By, by Tim Grover. Ah, oh, Relentless by yeah. Tim Grover. I've, I've heard a lot about that, Bex. That's he also did a one. second one called Winning. So he was the trainer yes. of Michael Jordan and Kobe yes. Bryant. And that book, that got me through oh, some I hard preps. <laughs> Actually, really, I've heard a lot about it that's made mm -hmm. me think that's not always my genre of choice, but like I have been um, I have been seeking that one out before. So that's a really good shout. I love that one. I have to ask, though, if you hadn't pitched it, would you have been thinking Captain Corelli? No, but I would have given that... both. I would have said, you can't Fantastic. ask me to give a favorite book and not give two different genres. Come on. Oh, I love this. Okay, yeah. so those are your two. That's your favorite fiction mm. and nonfiction, Captain Corelli mm. and Relentless. Oh, how interesting. Relentless over winning. Why? That's a big question. Because it was the original and it's like the story okay. of how he trained the two greatest basketball players yeah. oh i love it i love it um now this is the most important one to me it's actually the most because it's just a bit novel it's a bit mm. like the new age of content now you can't do this one you can't do your own <gasps> but your favorite <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> your favorite podcast 
So I've got to guess it. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Can I, <laughs> I have to look and see what's on my uh, Yes, I love that. Real life stuff. I love it. Have a look at your actual... Well, the obvious yeah, one yeah, will yeah. be you guys. Come on. That's what I was going to say. That would have been my guess, just putting out there. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Because, and I do... Well, the thing is, Daryl and I listen to a lot of podcasts together. And we like, obviously, Diary CEO, Stephen Bartlett, for different reasons. But he does have a lot of whack yes. on there. He does have some people Tell on there. Us, what I'm do you think like, is the whack on there? Tell me. Tell me one of the When he gets the all whack. the health gurus going on there, going, oh, yes, you're not fat because you don't move enough and you don't diet. It's because of this. Yeah. I'm like, no. Didn't, oh, didn't he God. have that guy recently yeah. who, like, drinks children's blood and is trying to de And has and doctors on there saying stuff. And I'm like, but, oh, yeah. Some, some things he gets on there is very controversial. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. But when he gets real life people on there and make them cry i'm like yes give me that shit i'm great yeah, i'm up for it people crying is good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently but, i don't know how i feel about this but jada pinkett was on this week oh i haven't seen that lot. one no. there's, been, there's been too much jada pinkett and will stuff on social media oh. i think we all i think is we that why she them. was in the rap that i just watched alex uh, alex no one alex ain't here oh. uh, <laughs> he thinks he's the <laughs> okay alex you didn't get a shout out enough today in your segment alex knows best as chris apparently thought i was you so that's your shout out this week um, i must so ask quickly you if you listen do you yeah. guys listen to podcasts or watch them because obviously diary ceo he does both so i'm curious yes. do you just listen and you prefer to take it in yeah in audio version? always always talk about this i'm a big if it's available as a video and i have the time mm. i love video i because love really it. you can have it on in the background and still do stuff so you exactly. can listen and so watch if you want to make it audio yeah. for a bit can, but then yeah. you tune in and that's exactly what i did with you bex you were the soundtrack while i was making a bit of cereal <laughs> i know i saw it be real <laughs> at 10 56 p.m or something <laughs> the dog just lying there doing some uh, research because he didn't let me do my changeling research i had to become a podcast fan of yours and that's the way things oh, work yes. sometimes but, but can i, really, I just really can i just it. interject my favorite podcast yeah. is of course is you guys because oh, it's like tuning oh. in to just hanging out with my brother and his best friend it's great that's really sweet oh, said, listen, said he was I, my best friend come on listen, you speak to him more than anyone else let's be real <laughs> yeah we're basically uh podcast married at this point i feel yeah. like the listener heard me try and sway you from picking us but i'm going to happily accept it if you insist so that's a great shout christopher got it right for the guest too so well done christopher thank you i do like some of this diary of a ceo chat because it is the most popular podcast going at the moment and i feel like step by step bex i'm sorry but from what i'm seeing you are climbing in that direction Bless it you. is a very inspiring podcast no honestly i really really enjoyed what i've checked out and i will continue to check out more so before we get out of here today please plug your plug your stuff and tell us where we can find you well the podcast isn't just going to be bodybuilders just fyi obviously we've got christopher anusis which is the next one That's and then good. i do have some other people coming on as well that are in other fields but i don't really mm, plug myself really i just I'm, I'm Chris's we'll, sister. We'll, we'll put your shit in the show notes. Yeah, just we'll put that shit in the Let's show notes. The that. podcast itself is called Walk with Bex, and even if not plugged, and Chris took least... the piss out of that. He's like, we're sitting right now, but you have to. <laughs> so, the, the I'll just quickly explain the whole Walk with Bex for anyone that doesn't Let's know. Go. The OG exactly. on my podcast, no, because when I was on social media many years ago, and it was what well, I think it was COVID, where everyone was going out for walks because they couldn't do anything else. Probably earlier than that, actually, probably about 2018, 2019, I would always get on my Instagram stories and I would just walk and talk about stuff because walking for me was meditation. I'd, you know, reflect on things and I'd get on my story and talk about something I was thinking about. Basically, it was my own podcast, Ooh. just Dear Diary. So I'd get on and talk and then I ended up just hashtagging it, Walk with Bex. So but when people were coming onto my stories, they'd know, ah, oh, she's chatting about something. It could be shit, mm. it could be great, I'm just going to listen in. 
And then I did that on a regular basis. And then I decided, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. What should I call it? And I reached out to my audience. was like, what should I call it? And they were like, walk with Bex, obviously. Because every yeah. time you walk and you talk, you give us something that's, you know, um, constructive kind of takeaways and things like that. So then Walk With Bex became that. And then obviously Walk With Bex has evolved now into the studio where I interview guests. So it's like walk with me on my journey with this person. So, and also they're walking with me. Anyway, it's Walk With Bex. I, 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 I know it was. And I, I also thought it's because your, uh, your clients and whoever listens to it as well. They walk they, and they, listen. They do it while they're carrying out probably their cardio that week as well. Like you said, you drop it on a Sunday, yeah. they've got it for their Monday cardio. Yeah. It makes sense. That's awesome. The evolution of that is such a, uh, a beautiful thing to behold. And I think, um, would I be right in saying, because I think uh, you make such a good point, it's not just as much of you're a bodybuilder, you're also an entrepreneur. You have all kinds of variety of people on your podcast. What would be then, would you say, the unifying theme of the different kind of guests you try to have on? Is it more of just like a, a mindset? like and a personal development podcast 100 percent. it'd be anybody that i find really interesting and i think i want to get into their head and find out <laughs> how they think and i want my audience to get to know them too so like i've got another guest coming on in a couple of weeks time and she's like on social media but she's more of a comedian and she's mm. hilarious but i want to oh, see so all the cool. different facets of her and be like okay yeah what got you into doing these kinds of things on social media where she's got a huge following and stuff but she's hilarious but i'm like i know the other nicole behind this and i've seen you in person like do you yeah. just chill out at home with your dog and just eat pizza are you always this funny yeah. on social media do you like so i kind of want to dive into to people and yeah get into their mindset and understand how they've got to the where they are how they've overcome their struggles their barriers whatever that kind of thing it's such a nice you know as much as everyone shits on social media we do our share too i really like a bit of a culture of just like sharing advice and getting quite personal like even uh, your husband bless him i just loved his episode so much because i think some people they like deify these people mm. who um have their big guns and have had amazing achievements and then you hear about some of their struggles you're like oh that's like me wait a minute and then they talk exactly. about some of their way relatability that's what about, social media about is all about mm -hmm. across a whole spectrum of different fields of endeavor so and i also think um you know shout out to your interviewing too because it's clear as much as you've got research and notes probably you're doing a lot of listening mm -hmm. just being there in the present moment with the person so it's really really awesome uh, to listen to and speaking of how good you are on a podcast we look forward to having you again yes. when hopefully yes. not in too yes. long we talk time, about this yeah. book <laughs> yeah exactly captain Curley's mandolin low-key i'm i'm hoping uh if if it's a good enough book i think before the end of the year we might we might be well give me a heads up book. when you're starting it because then i need to start it again Exactly, yeah. exactly. We all need to get on the same page. Uh, and when I start it, you've still got night. plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a head start for either the rabbit or the turtle there. I won't tell you who is who. I'm reminded, a little anecdote to finish up on my end, I'm reminded of walking across the park, uh, not the park, the field at Whitmore High School and trying to ask someone their favourite album, similar to today, nearly two decades later. And I literally phrased it that way. I just phrased it for you. Like, without this in your life, your life would be different. And I remember a friend going, what are you talking about? Like I was clearly being too deep for a 15 year old, but I felt that way about OK Computer by Radiohead. And today mm -hmm. you told us you feel that way about Friends as a TV show, Jurassic Park as a movie, Multiply by Ed Sheeran as an album, Relentless by Tim Grover as a book, and your humble fellow friends here on the Cultural Content Consumption Appraisal Hour as a podcast. Bex, you have been such a terrific guest. Can we give a nice little CCCAH round of applause for our guest? I'll Very happy to have in. you today. Actually, no, I'll leave that in. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Thank you so much Chris for having me, boys. No, oh, we've loved having you. Christopher, before we get out of here, tell tell the people what you've uh, got to, to look forward to in Dubai. Oh, wait, no, it's nearly over now, right? You're coming home. <laughs> yes, it's nearly over. But we've, we've, we've done You've had a good time, though, right? Yeah, I've had a lovely time. 
Oh, it's so nice. I'm glad we did um, one international podcast. This is going to be a really special episode for the people, but mainly your family. <laughs> um, and now this, <laughs> is the end. this is the bit where I say goodbye and he says, take care. So I hope they listen too. And for now, as the guitars start tinkling, we'll see you next time from me. Goodbye. And take care. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast, too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead. If you don't like what we recommend, if your patience wears thin towards the end, if you think you could do better with your friend, please go ahead. If you don't like this content, or like me, the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again